0: hey guys what's up ryan and pixel back again with another episode of no content podcast this is episode number 151 nice. um halfway or a little less than halfway to the end i'm just kidding i don't know <laughs> we said we were to end this
1: podcast at like episode 200 on episode like 20 so yeah we we keep saying that but hey we've got up to the uh, the original 151 pokemon episode yeah,
0: that's true. So after this, it's Gen 2, which I find superior in a superior Pokemon game in general. But <laughs> a lot of people disagree with me. But uh, yeah, what's up, guys? Hope everyone is doing well. Um, you know, we say this every single time. But, you know, as always, remember to please rate this podcast five stars. Please download this podcast. It helps our analytics out with everything. Um, check out our social media down below as well. Um, and then check out the the music stuff um, down below below as well if you want to help support the stream and all that good stuff um but yeah speaking of music stuff kind of an update for something that we talked about last week just very briefly but last week we talked about the twitch ad incentive program and uh yeah twitch locked in my deal so i sent pixel and jill a bag (laughs) to help (laughs) out whatever so if twitch goes back on this i'm gonna be pissed let me out some money but um you know i won't (laughs) ask you guys to return it obviously but but yeah, I think that's wild so it it has been confirmed that um that yeah that that the the deals were legitimate at least for the month of June um we don't know if that will continue into July or August and September and stuff like that basically twitch has been pretty quiet on that front, but uh yeah looks like it's it we're all good and dandy at least when it comes to the month of June so
1: how do it'll they, be interesting. Um... How did they lock it in? Do they? Did you, like, ask them and they send you an email back or something? Or
0: No, you basically have, X like, so essentially they, like, what they've been doing, and once again, this is in beta, so it's been changing, but usually about halfway through the month, they will send you the next ad incentive initiative for the next month. So... When you go down to affiliate and then you go down to ad manager, there's usually this thing that pops up. And it's like next month's offer, and it's like claim your mm-hmm. next offer be- before it expires. Before it expires, and um, you usually the offer has been coming to me anytime between the fourteenth to sixteenth. So for me, it came this month. Uh, this month on the sixteenth, I believe, and then it gives you like X amount of time to like lock in the the incentive. Um, sometimes it's until the end of the month sometimes it's seven days sometimes it's like six days it's really weird Hmm. uh and then you lock it in and once you once you lock it in uh you're basically set um so i locked in for the highest one so some people are gonna get really pissed because we're playing two and a half minutes of ads every 30 minutes but you know (laughs) that's that's the only way i could do this you know so um, but yeah, all the incentives are like a hundred percent confirmed, at least for my end. I haven't talked to anyone else. Uh, I talked to a bunch of other people who had the incentive program and it, I don't know, like no one can tell me like why Twitch is doing what they're, what they're doing. Like, um, I, I haven't got confirmation. Like some people that are like higher viewership than me are getting less than me. And some people that are like, it's just weird. It's like, it seems to be all over the place. It seems like Twitch is still trying to configure things um generally it seems that music streams at least the music category has been injected with a lot more money uh, my guess with all of this is that it probably has something to do with how many new viewers or unique viewers you're getting per hour because my unique viewership is really really high mm. um so it might just be that because there's like so many people like cycling like the average viewer watches about t- 35 minutes of my stream but i get i get a lot of viewers that cycle in and out that makes Um, sense
1: like something uh
0: yeah so it might be because of that but no one really knows it's it's kind of interesting yeah it makes sense though i mean
1: uniques are actually pretty valuable if uh if you ask me like more eyes on an ad just makes sense you know you more people watching it more people coming by like yeah it would make a lot of sense to me
0: yeah uh, so It's like, for my stream, roughly, in any given stream... Now, keep in mind that it splits it up for whatever reason. Twitch's analytics are garbage. (laughs) Um, The most you can stream on Twitch before it auto-disconnects is 48 hours. I don't know why that is. That's just how Twitch works. But then in the stream summary page, they break it up in 24 hours. So I have to, like... So Mm -hmm. it'll send me a stream summary every 24 hours, even though the stream's not done. So it's really Mm -hmm. weird. But for my stream summary, at least... I'm getting anywhere between, like, 28,000 and, like, 75,000 unique viewers per 24 hours, which is, like, 150,000 people, let's say, on the high end, and, like, the low end is, like, 50 or, like, 100,000. So, yeah, I think it has something to do with that. I've noticed that people were offered more of an ad incentive for just chatting, music, art, like, all the non-gaming stuff. It seems mm-hmm. like the advertisers want to go there, right? Obviously. Yeah. And then if someone who primarily plays games but has stagnating growth. So for example, there's someone that sent me their analytics that had about 500 viewers, but I noticed that like they don't get that many followers per stream. Like they're streaming like 6 like 5 or 6 hours a day, but yeah. they're only getting like 10 followers a day. So it's like they have just like a very they have like a lot of followers, but they have a very core community that watches them all the time, but their unique mm-hmm. viewers were down as well as their followers weren't growing, and they got they got less money. They got, like, a third of what I was offered. So I think it has to do something with, like, maybe the categories you're streaming, like, if you're in a game, as well as, like, maybe how many followers you're getting or unique um, viewers coming into your stream, et cetera.
1: Yeah. It's, it's likely, like, a combination of all these factors, just, like, mm. uniques and how long um, viewers stay, whether you're getting any kind of interaction, that yeah. kind of thing. Like, I'm sure there's, like, a huge, like formula to figure out the i guess value of a stream in a way so um i'm pretty sure it's more than just one single you know point of data
0: right yeah for sure just i wish twitch would be a little transparent about it um but you know um but you know that being said i've got after i I made a tweet about this where basically only people i followed could dm me and after (laughs) i got this too I got a ton of people in my DMs like asking me like just random generic questions and I was just too lazy to answer them. And so I just said, or I just said, I'll talk about it on the podcast. But I got a bunch of questions of just people being like, hi, I'm a Twitch partner. Like I got a bunch of people saying like stuff like I'm a Twitch partner trying to get into the ad incentive program. Any tips or advice? Um, just like random <laughs> stuff like that. And I'll be honest with you. I have none um i randomly just got into it and i've been in it since the begin since the beginning of this program um so <laughs> i don't really know why that is uh i just know that i am currently like in it for whatever reason mm-hmm. so you know if you, it, it seems to be given out to people who um, have high viewer counts regardless if they're partners or affiliates I will say that partners do have priority apparently and affiliates get it second. I'm like myself and maybe 10 other people I talked to in DMs were the only affiliates. Most people are partners. Oh, that's so interesting. Yeah. So I don't know why that is, but um yeah. Um sorry. <laughs> <To> <laughs> in advance sorry. I don't know how I got in. A lot of this stuff is just kind of given to me um yeah. or I just randomly get into it. Maybe they watch the podcast. Probably not because we'd probably <laughs> be banned already. But anyway, just kind of wanted to make that announcement and just be like yep so you know um the incentive program at least for june is legit if people are like kind of worried because i know some people are messaging me like do you think twitch is gonna change this or whatever seems like it's locked in uh i have two more days to opt out um so but for now i'm obviously just gonna stay opted in and uh yeah i would suggest trying to get just get the bag while you can
1: yeah absolutely yeah strike while the iron iron is hot you never know it's gonna go away
0: yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, but yeah, besides that guys, we actually have a pretty slow news day. Um, my, you know, our weeks weren't that interesting. Uh I went to a <laughs> grad party. What did I do this weekend? I went to a grad par- I know I went to a grad party. Uh my friend graduated got a masters. Uh went to his house and did that. Nice. Um we also uh I also was supposed to go to a couple parties but then people got sick so I didn't go to those. And then I just tried to work out as best as possible this week, and that was about it.
1: Um, I don't know, pretty boring week to be honest. What about you, Pixel? I mean, mostly just the same. Like myself, I started to like work out again and um, picked up a new you game. You going? Um, how often are you going to the gym? Like uh, trying to do three times a week, but mostly nice. Being like two to three, you know, varies. Hey, it's better than going no no times a week, right? Yeah, definitely. But uh yeah, it's it's nothing like super strenuous right right now because I'm I'm trying to like get back into the swing of things. And yeah. I remember the first time I did that, like, when I pushed <laughs> myself really hard, and you know, it was with a trainer, but uh-huh. like it it made me feel like really really sick.
0: Oh yeah 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 the the gym sickness yeah yeah I know yeah. Yeah. so uh,
1: I was like. I don't feel good. This is really weird. And I, I was like talking to my trainer about it. And he's like, yeah, that's that's normal. um, But like I I was like, it was weird. It was like partially deaf. Um, it, it's, I got it's like, like this headache. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you are literally killing your like in a no sense, right? Like you like your body is taking it as like you're killing me.
1: Yeah, exactly. You like, know what I mean? Like you're running, really you're
0: ripping, your, you're ripping your muscle fibers. You're like doing all this stuff. You know what I mean?
1: yeah yeah so, so i like, get it i i i totally wasn't prepared like right for that session um i didn't eat beforehand that kind of oh. thing so i probably like ran out of at some point. <laughs> yeah yeah um, but like yeah so i i understanding that like i'm just trying to like ease my way back into it you know right and um realizing i have a long way to go to get back to where i was dude look Um, at i mean i'm look at my little gains i got baby gains now look at
0: this hey look at that you know look like you'll get there we'll both get there you know we still got a lot of work to go through
1: you know yeah i mean it's only been a month so i'm not like you know yeah Expecting miracles. take it slow yeah so um like all i'm really doing is just like i do like cardio for like 15 minutes nice and like for a half hour right now i'm just like doing like uh weights um yeah you know, do the weights dumbbells. before you do do the weights where do the weights first oh do weights and cardio yeah yeah. some people okay, told okay. me that because like it, it yeah. gives you more energy yeah for like for the weights
0: yeah 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 and it like doesn't kill your gains apparently i don't know
1: that's what i've been told yeah um i yeah i've done it both ways i've had trainers like do that um but also like start off with like cardio to warm up yeah um so it, I, I don't know if... Uh, I do, like, light works.
0: cardio. Like, I do usually light cardio to... Like, if I do... my So my light cardio for warming up is, like, very... I'll do, like, 10 minutes of, like, 5-pound weights. Right? Like so I'll go, like... What with them? Just, like, curls or hammer curls or, oh, okay. like, tricep presses. Just, like, very light. And then after, like, 5 to 10 minutes, like, it's not straining my body too much, but it's got it f- moving. And then I'll switch to, like, 20... To 15 to 25 pounds depending on the workout I'm doing okay and then yeah. like that's what like my thing is I don't know I just been told I don't know my friend's like a nutritionist slash like fitness person so uh-huh. she's pretty into it and so she'll like send me articles and stuff of like studies and stuff to kind of back up her claim so she's not just like pseudosciencing it like you <laughs> know, people say to tan your balls <laughs> or like to like you know sit in red light or something like that like she's not you know into that bullcrap so i tend to believe her you know but that's that, that would be my recommendation see how it works you know i don't know
1: yeah for sure i mean like uh, it's pretty light cardio so i'm like yeah. not like straining myself but, like it's basically like 15 minutes on an elliptical or like i'm doing like three minutes on a on one of those uh rolling machines oh yeah those are good so it's not like super strenuous or anything like that so it's, yeah uh, yeah but you know i can give it a shot you know yeah
0: I I realized that I've been pushing myself like it's kind of crazy to think about like how healthy, how much healthier I am in the sense that like so like when I first started off, I couldn't even do like a 20 minute mile. And Mm -hmm. now I'm doing like a 12 minute mile. Right. But the problem is, is I'm on an elliptical. So then I'll do like a 12 minute mile and just be like toast, like gassed afterwards. Right. So it's like very Mm -hmm. interesting now on the elliptical because like I've noticed I realize like my sweet spot is like 15 to 14 minute mile right and then i can go for about 30 minutes but it's like interesting that i have to like learn to control myself now because if i don't control myself and i'm like conscious of that i'm just getting way too gassed like way too fast
1: oh yeah yeah you have to train up to that like running running a mile is not like an easy task
0: yeah Um, i know and i'm running four so i'm dumb my goal is by the end of the year to do a marathon like a 5k which is like 3.6 or
1: something okay those are two different things there's like a
0: like, isn't a 5k marathon like 3.6 mile or 3.7 or something 3.8 yes
1: like it's like 3.3 3 miles but like a marathon i was like you want to do a 26 no mile not a 26
0: ma- <laughs> no no there's like a 5k run that happens at the end of the year in my city that i want to try yeah, yeah yeah that's
1: no that's um uh, they call it a
0: 5k marathon okay they, maybe they're the they gave me the <laughs> yeah they gave me little... the fake news okay dog not me
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's a little uh yeah yeah, but no, that's that's really cool though. Five K is gonna be uh, that's gonna yeah. be good.
0: That that's the goal. Yeah, it's my exercise regime has been really weird, not weird lately, but I've basically been taking it easier in the mornings so that I can go harder at night because I prefer working out at night. The more I'm not a morning person still, mm-hmm. so in the morning it's just like take my dog out, walk an extra half a mile with without her, so it's like about a mile walk, and that's like my light cardio. Come home do like 20 minutes of weightlifting and then do like 30 minutes of light running and then Uh at night it's mostly weightlifting and then very light cardio so that I don't like mess with everything I'm trying to separate my cardio and my weightlifting into two separate categories now yeah and then it's protein shake after my morning workout Um, like my vegan meal replacement after my morning workout and then I'll take another protein shake after my um, workout at night
1: And then won't eat the
0: rest of the night. So apparently that's how you get gains. I don't know if I, once again, my nutritionist friend told me this, but basically if you take protein about one to two hours after you've worked out or whatever, um, it helps with bulking and getting muscle, getting bigger muscle, but it will be harder to lean down. So if you want to lean down, you take protein in the morning, but if you want to bulk up and get bigger muscles, then you, you know, at night, that's when you do it. So we'll see.
1: Yeah. I've heard it, but like, it's, under like different reasons
0: yeah but like she told it, me other reasons i just blanked out i didn't understand
1: any of it i'm too dumb <laughs> but I see, i've just been always told like you know take protein after you work out because it helps with yeah. repairing your muscles
0: yeah something like something like that and uh i got a theragun i think i mentioned this last podcast but dude that is so nice it was worth the investment
1: yeah it's it's it, they're pretty cool aren't they yeah they're pretty good your gym has them too right yeah, yeah, they just like have them on a rack and just like take them and use them whenever you want. That's awesome. So they have like both kinds. They have the uh, like the gun style and then they have the rollers.
0: Oh, so, nice. Yeah, yeah, they're they're really so, cool. Yeah, so we'll see, we'll see how it goes. Um, I've been doing this thing recently where I don't want to live or die by the scale. So I've been weighing myself, but been trying to not really focus on it because my weight's been fluctuating between like one sixty nine and one seventy five yeah it's, which i, I mean, think it's, is pretty it's, normal but i'm still annoyed you know fine yeah i know but i don't want to be like oh man like i didn't do good enough because like i'm not lower or something you know what i mean like so one day i'll be like 169 and then the next day i'm like 172 but i'm like but i worked out so much yesterday why yeah. did it fluctuate yeah. and i don't want to like get myself down with it i'm just happy I, I i think i told you off stream but i gotta be more like happy with the fact that like what uh, about what i do instead of what i don't do Oh yeah. So that's been pretty hard for my men. Like that's been pretty good for my mental or whatever.
1: Yeah, Um, yeah, totally.
0: Trying to trying to figure that out. But going on from our past selves, uh, you will see us at Encore Beach Club in Las Vegas this summer with our ripped bods, (laughs) shirtless for sure. Um, At the Cabana, we're gonna. Here's the thing, Pixel. I have a friend who lives in Vegas, who works as a club promoter, who owes me a favor so if we can get a if we can go to vegas this summer we can probably get a pretty good deal on a um uh, a cabana at a club so we'll have like our own little mini pool Uh like we don't even have to go in the main pool we don't even have Uh to go to the main pool. we'll have a pool in our cabana and we'll get drinks and stuff like that and if Jill comes with us. We might be able to write it off. I'm not saying that we're going to do that. This is just all hypothetical, but we could consider it like, you know, like when businesses have to go on like a vacation, <laughs> you know what I mean? To celebrate their employees like health and wellness. I mean, yeah, you know, I'm it just saying, I'm just saying hypothetically, we could do that.
1: I you know? know, I'm down for it. Let's have like, we just have to be discussion. all
0: shirtless. Everyone has to be shirtless. No tank tops. <laughs> we got a rocket. So you get to get I mean We both got to get to work here. team building exercise let's go yeah team building exercise. um that being said we can move on to we have a couple more things to talk about like i said this podcast might be really short because we don't really have much to talk about here but um you know uh i did write down a couple of things um this one might be a good one but twitch has finally um i i don't know if we talked about this actually last week uh Let's see. It does not look like we talked about. Let's let me me double check. No, we did not talk about this. This came out on Tuesday. Of course, it came out on Tuesday, the day after our podcast recording. But last week, the artist badge was finally added to everyone's uh, chats. We had talked about this earlier, so I thought we could briefly just talk about this again. If you guys don't know, there is a new role that you can add, or there's a new badge that you can add to people in the roles managers. It is akin to a VIP badge. Um, apparently, it does not give. I, I'll, uh, it does give the same, um, effects as the VIP badge in the sense that you can spam and you're away from slow mo. But if the chat's in sub only mode, if the chat is in no link mode, you still can't link stuff. Um, but it is called the artist badge, and this is to give credit to artists of, uh, uh, emote artists, I guess, or it is, it isn't specified, it just is artist badge, but people are mm-hmm. just assuming this goes to like emote arts. But you can give it to like, ar- you know, your emote artists. Um, you can give it to um, your visual artist. I was jokingly saying that people who use my music should give it to me
1: <laughs> as like,
0: their music artist, but it's a paintbrush, so I doubt right. that will happen. But um, this badge can be applied. The, the cool thing about this badge is that if you are currently a mod in someone's chat, um, this badge actually replaces the, air, the place where um, your Prime Gaming uh, little badge shows up or your gifted sub badge place. So one, you can turn this on and off if you want Two, That also means that if you are a mod or a VIP, you can still keep your mod in VIP and have the artist badge, uh, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. Uh, currently there is only, um, currently there is only five badges that you can give out to people. So, uh, you know, choose your top five artists wisely, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously pixel and Jill got this, um, another, uh, person as well that made an emote for me a long time ago um and i still use their emote in my music channel they got an artist badge as well so i gave them all the the emote um like i said you have to go to roles managers to do this very confusing though if your artists are already mod or vip you need to you can't search them to add the artist badge you have to go find them either in the, your mods tab or vip badge and then click the plus button to add the artist badge so that's one mm-hmm. Um, the biggest thing, bigger thing about this, though, is there is now a place where you can credit your emotes. This is something people have been talking about for a while. This is called Emote Attribution. Um, but if you are a content creator or a streamer on the platform, what you would need to do is you would need to go to Viewer Rewards, Emotes. From there, select the emote that you're going to use or that you want to emote, um, emote attribute. A sidebar should pop up and you should be able to type in said person's Twitch channel. So for me, it would be pixel pusher or and then Jill's. And then you sent uh, you uh, hit uh, a tribute and then they they the artist needs to approve of this in a drop down menu, apparently uh, called emote attribution. So obviously I gave this to pixel and Jill. How did that process go? Pixel pretty straightforward, I would
1: assume. It was pretty straightforward. You know, I just got a little notification. I went to my dashboard somewhere in my settings or something like that. I can't remember where. But um, it'll it'll tell you where in the uh, notification it'll take you to like this emote attribution thing, and what's really strange was you had to accept the attributions first before you can change anything about them. Interesting. So like you were given like um like a slate of like emotes like waiting for approval. Mm-hmm. You say you accept, and then after you accept, you can choose to decline. uh whether you are attributed to an emote or not so like you know something maybe uh was uh, selected by mistake you can decline that or something like that but it was really strange how you had to accept it first before declining
0: interesting huh
1: yeah that's weird i mean
0: welcome to twitch baby (laughs) um but yeah i mean other than that what does this emote attribution do um once you attribute an artist to it um essentially if you go to a channel um if you go to my music channel i usually have a bot posting links all the time but if you go there and you were to click one of the emotes uh that are used that anyone uses in my channel outside of this channel anyone who's a sub basically who uses my emotes if you click one of those emotes um a menu will pop up now and it will say that for example the the kubo wiggle emote is a tier one sub from kubo music and right below it, it says artist with a little like the artist badge and it says NN Jills. And if you were to click NN Jills, it would take you directly to her Twitch uh channel, uh her Twitch page. So I thought this was pretty cool. Um I, you know, I I don't know. I I have no complaints with this. Um Pixel, what, what are your yeah. thoughts about this or whatever? Do I you mean, think
1: that I think this is great, you know? Oh yeah, this is like a, a feature that artists have been asking for, for like years now. Mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. because there there are times when uh, a streamer may not um credit an emote artist in the about section or you know for whatever reason um and it's always nicer to have that attribution in the emote itself you know someone mm-hmm. can hover over it and they can kind of like find more info about the artist and stuff like that so this is i i think this is a great feature i mean mm-hmm. it's it's been a long time coming but um i i think that Twitch actually did did well with this you know yeah finally does something right and and it's it, it was a great little feature and i don't know it's a it, it's great to finally get some you know recognition and credit for this stuff
0: yeah for sure i mean the 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 thing i'll say is we've talked about this before obviously but you know it with other platforms uh, you know mostly youtube getting bigger nowadays once again this is something where um it's all these little things that Twitch does where people might not think that this is a big deal. Um, you know, when they're just like looking at it initially, like, Oh, who cares? You know what I mean? But this is a pretty huge deal. I mean, YouTube doesn't have something like this, you know? So, Mm -hmm. um, I know a couple of emote artists that have always been viewers and have never, uh, streamed their art before that uh made twitch channels just because of this emote attribution thing so that they're you know so that they could get that uh they can get that credit for their emotes and Mm -hmm. so if they do start streaming in the future or if they start streaming in the future you know what i mean um bada bing bada boom like they're gonna maybe get some followers from this or at least you know people will know who they are before they initially Mm -hmm. you know start i think that this is like um you know a great i think that this is like a great thing or whatever um And I think it's something that, like, you know, other – once again, other platforms do not have. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and I think it's good. I, I will say I don't know how – I mean, I don't know how many followers this realistically will get an artist. You know what I mean? Um, real, realistically, like, if I'm clicking on an emote, I'm like, oh, what channel is this from? Oh, cool. And then I might go follow that channel. Maybe right. not the artist right not maybe not necessarily the artist i'm sure there will be people that will um but regardless i think that it's a great concept and a great idea um
1: to do yeah you know i I think that for the most part the people who are actually going to those channels and following are probably other streamers looking for artists yeah exactly or other artists yeah yeah exactly (laughs) trying to like connect or something like that yeah i find that that's probably the the only people who actually do that. Um, mm. unless you have some sort of crazy art style that's like super unique and like you want to buy a print or something like that, which is fairly rare. Um it's it's mostly just going to be people like looking to connect or looking to like buy emotes or something like that as well. Yeah. So um I don't Which isn't really... a bad thing. I mean but it's it's definitely not. It's an advertisement, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's um, not a bad thing, and uh, I, I don't expect anybody to get like huge amounts of followers from this.
0: Right? Yeah, I, I don't. I don't either. But it's it's definitely nice to have. I will say, um, you know, already like we have to talk about this because I just thought it was so funny. Of course, like Twitch releases something like this, and then people are al- already like complaining. Oh, of um, course. Right. Okay. So um, I saw a tweet that was now deleted. I can't pull it up, but uh, of an artist was complaining 20 like literally 24 hours like Wednesday morning so like this feature came out mind you like Tuesday like (laughs) Tuesday morning at like May uh, on May 17th on like the next day Wednesday May 18th there was already like an artist complaining that like certain partnered streamers hadn't like accepted or hadn't like sent them like an emote attribution thing yet and they and they threatened to like twit longer who these people were because they're not crediting (laughs) their artists properly and stuff like that. And, man, I don't want to step on, like, art Twitter or, like, Twitch Twitter's, like, toes or whatever, but you guys got to chill. I mean, I'll, I'll say this straight up, and I think Pixel knows this as well. If we weren't doing this podcast, we probably wouldn't even know this feature's out. <laughs> because, because, like, I have to scour the lands to find these articles or follow certain people to find these things out. Like, Twitch mm-hmm. has awful communications, and everyone should know that. So I bet you, like, those artists don't even – or, like, those streamers don't even know this is a thing.
1: Oh, absolutely. You know, yeah. Um, I I I don't know anybody who's like super on top of this news besides me. (laughs) Like because I have to be, (laughs) yeah. Besides people who are actually actively looking for news, you know. Yeah. So it's it's you you gotta cut them some slack. I mean, twenty four hours. Come on now.
0: Yeah, yeah. Or like, why haven't you reached out to them?
1: Yeah, th- no, that'll be like the first thing you do. Like yeah. if something, if, if there's an issue, you reach out to that person. You don't like yeah, going on a twit- make a tweet longer about this. Yeah. Like, are you so, kidding me?
0: Yeah. So, I mean, you know, I would say, you know, going forward with this, um, I would just say this is my opinion from a business sense or whatever. I would say maybe after like I feel like this emote attribution thing and even just the emote attribution thing, as well as even just putting a panel below your stream, crediting your artists. Like, it's something that, like, you should do, obviously, but um, it, I always see it as something, like, extra that the content creator, like, wants to do. You know what I mean? Like, I've never mm-hmm. seen it as, like, a mandatory thing, at least uh, f- from the artists that I've talked about. But I would say probably going forward, because this is a feature um, with new commissions, if you are an artist out there, I would definitely, you know, put something maybe afterwards after you get paid or something. Like, hey, yeah. I hope you're satisfied for the work. You know, if you would like to, this there's a thing on Twitch called emote attri- uh, attribution. If you like, mm-hmm. if you would like to or whatever, um, here's how you do it. You know, link my Twitch channel. Here's my Twitch channel. Um, yeah. Bada bing, bada boom. And do that if you want and just say that. But like making like a yeah. mandatory thing kind of weird. You know what I mean? Especially since like, I don't know. That's just my opinion. I don't know if you have a different feeling on that. Because like for me, it's like I'm paying just for the art. You know what I mean? And if someone asked me like, oh, where'd you get this art? I'm like, oh, I bought it from this person. Like, I have art in my house. And people are like, oh, where'd you get this art? I'm like, I got it from this person. But then, like, I don't have, like, a sticker on the art that says, like, go get the art from this person. You know what I mean? But people ask, of course, I'm going to tell them. But I don't know how you feel about that. Like, do you feel like this should be, like, a mandatory thing, like, this emote attribution thing? Or
1: I mean, do you see it as something, like, like,
0: a little extra?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's, like, uh, one of those things where it should be between, like, you know, the artist and the streamer or whoever buys the art, you right. know? Um, whether it's mandatory, like you know, made mandatory by some outside force, I I don't think so. Like if the artist says please make it mandatory that you know you attribute my emotes as part yeah. of the contract, then yeah, right. of course. That makes that makes sense. Um, so if the uh the streamer agrees to that, then yeah, they they should absolutely do that. Um yeah. so other outside of that, I don't think it should be the default. Um mm-hmm. It it really just comes down to like, you know, what you you, what both parties can agree to for sure. So, yeah, I I don't I don't think that it should be mandatory.
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's one of those things where like just like, I don't know, I love you artists out there. I've worked with some great artists. Obviously, I work with two great artists now exclusively uh, and I work with them because they have really, really good communication. But some artists that I've worked with just have the most awful communication that I've worked with, you know what I mean? Where, like, we agree upon something, and then by the very end of it, like, everything has changed, and I'm like, I didn't agree to this. You know what I mean? Like, we went into this deal with this, and now all of a sudden, like, you're saying, like, this, 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 and that. I don't mind paying you more, but we agreed to, like, this much. Like, I had some stuff commissioned a while back before the music stream, and we agreed on a set price and how many hours it would take them, and I was like, mm-hmm. cool. And they're like, yeah, it will just be, let's say I'm going to throw out a ballpark number, like 200 bucks. Like right. I was like, okay, cool, 200 bucks, deal, like all there. And then by the end of it, like they wanted like, let's say 400 for like other reasons. And it was mm-hmm. like, we. it was reasons outside of like the work they provided
1: what like what their car needed repair or something so kind of yeah price? kind
0: of something like that where it was like hey i actually need to raise the price on you because i have to pay for some stuff and i would like 400 for this and think of the 200 as like a tip and i'm like oh <laughs> yeah and it's like i'll tip you if you want if like i want to not because like yeah. i have to I... like or like i'll have people who will be like okay it's like this much money and i'm like cool and then by the end of it they're like hey you only sent me like let's say 200 again. I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. that's how much we agreed upon. I was like, well, you didn't count for like processing fees or this type of fee or that type of fee. I'm like, I didn't know. Like, I don't, like, you know what I mean? It was just weird. And so it's like, can you send an extra like 50? It was just weird. And I'm like, I know processing fees once again, aren't that much. So it was just like, there's some weird, I don't know, artists like, Just get your communication down good, I I would suggest, you know, and don't get taken advantage of, but also be like, be pretty firm with this type of stuff. You know what I mean? Like, I I hate seeing artists who are like,
1: well, I thought this streamer was a friend, or like, he's a big streamer, or she's a big streamer. Like, dude, come on. Here's, here's like, I I can go on a rant about like artists who don't have any business sense. Go, go. (laughs) Um, If you want, I don't care. We got nothing to talk about this podcast. I mean, here's the thing like, there's a lot of artists out there, and a lot of them are hungry for work, right? Mm -hmm. And the thing is, a lot of them, I would say have not worked in a professional sense. They haven't really worked as a freelancer for a long amount of time, or Mm. they haven't worked for a company. Um, And when you enter those kinds of relationships, there's certain expectations of you, right? You know, one of them is like what you talked about. Like if you promise something and you quote something, you have to do it at that price, Mm -hmm. you know, and you have to do it by the time you've estimated and mm-hmm. if you're off by that estimation, either by price or time, you still have to commit to that. Right. So yeah, you you have to like take that as an L and just like, you gotta, you gotta learn from it. You gotta either put in the extra time, you know, suck it up a little bit. And for next time you can charge a much higher because, you know, you, you screwed up the first time. Right. You, you screwed up the estimation. So right. you just have to do it. Like you have to put in like, if it takes 12 hours a day for a week, then you got to do it. Um, yeah. So there, there has to be this sort of like, um, I don't know, trust between the artist and whoever you're working with, like that you're going to you know pull through. Right. And yeah. it can't be like one of those things where you just kind of, you just don't feel like it. You know, you, 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 you have to change something because you don't feel like it. I, I have experienced uh some like freelancers um Mm -hmm. like this is outside of twitch but like Mm -hmm. it's just they don't do good work they don't really yeah take um criticism well Mm -hmm. and it's like why should we pay you if you're going to like i don't know be so so difficult to work with yeah and like i i feel like it's it's not an uncommon thing and... Yeah,
0: it, it, it's hard when, like, the art becomes, like, money, too, right? Because, like, there's a part. Of, I get it. I, I empathize, and, like, with me now, too, where it's, like, I just want to make cool stuff. But then it's, like, also in the back of my head, like, what's going to make me money? <laughs> so then it's hard because it's, like, with artists, I feel like they struggle with that a lot, maybe. You know what I mean? Like, they want to just have creative free, total yeah. creative freedom with stuff. But then so they don't like to be told, like, oh, can you do this for me or can you do that for me? Yeah, it takes like, a well certain, that's I don't want to do that. Like it takes like, oh. a certain
1: personality to become an artist, right? There's yeah. like a certain amount of like being an idealist. Mm-hmm. Um, so like you you want to do cool stuff, you want to make things that are like amazing and sometimes you might not be feeling it. Mm. And then like the other side of the coin is like you have to be a, a professional about it and say like mm-hmm. you gotta, you know, push past that. And like even if like, you know, you don't have the the motivation or the inspiration, you have to use like you have to draw from your experience you know mm-hmm. and just kind of like i don't know, take take it from that like take your energy from from that if, <laughs> if you need to and and you know get get things done you know real yeah. life does happen but you know there's a, there's a lot of things um about the art itself that you can kind of push through and, yeah yeah and it's one of the things I, I learned pretty early on actually in college. Um, I went to a really interesting art college where Mm. um, it was less about like this sort of like um, idealist um, wait for your inspiration to strike you kind of thing. And it was very much like get it done, practice now, do a thousand drawings now so that you can make mistakes now and you can use this experience to take you and carry you through anything. Right. Um, And that's kind of like, one of those lessons that really like helped me especially Mm -hmm. early on my career just like believing yourself to you know do all these things and um if something might take a little while longer you just kind of push through that you know you don't yeah you you just gotta like do it for the client just kind of you know kind of suck it up in a
0: sense yeah yeah Mm -hmm. it's yeah yeah so i mean i would just say you know with this emote attribution thing kind of bring it full circle you know just be careful and you know conduct yourself in a business fashion i don't know it's really hard to get more people onto the team the music team because a lot of people who reach out to me are just not that great of people in my opinion i got you should see how many dms i get every time like i post like a new album yeah. And I show the art, and how many DMs I get of people just being like, Yeah, that art was all right, but I could have done it for better. Here's my portfolio, by the way. And it's like these generic, like, Call of Duty, like, splat, you know, like the word. It almost looks like word art, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. explosion type things. Like, every time, like, okay, first of all, you just like insulted my artist. Like, second of all, like, I don't think you understand, like, how this works in the sense that, like, I'm going to be, like, I'm not hiring you as like a one-off thing like you'll be invited to like a discord there's like conversations going on all the time there's like mm-hmm. people communicating with each other like yeah you know what i mean like it's not going to be something where it's just you and i and it's i don't know it's just weird i've gotten so many yeah. people who
1: will say stuff like that that's like it's also like ridiculous too like how do you how do you put yourself out there as a professional by saying i'm going to do it cheaper and you're like yeah like you're, you're that, at the same time you're also like selling yourself short if you actually are that good like, yeah. why would you even, like, charge they're never, less? They're never like, that what? good, though.
0: That's the thing. They're never that good, Pixel. <laughs> they're never that good. It's always bad. It's always bad. It's always bad. It's always 37 hashtags on their post. You know, oh, it, it's it's never anything, like, good or whatever, you know?
1: Yeah. You know, some of the best artists that I've worked with were always, like, super humble, you know? Yeah. They, they always realized that they have um more to improve they are always constantly working towards something yeah they're like they're like the nicest people you know they're they're like a, if you ask yeah. them for help they'll like give you like all sorts of help and stuff like that
0: like yeah i'm gonna text you something this was the latest person
1: right. who messaged me like a couple of days ago hold on yeah but yeah like even like the the best artists that i've seen working in this in, in the industry they're like really super chill people. They will never like try to undercut somebody or say to another artist that they're uh-huh. bad. You know, that's just that's absolutely ridiculous.
2: Yeah.
0: What? Yeah, I'm looking they, at what you texted me. Like, what is this? So they sent that. So they they DM'd me and sent me that tweet and said, "Hey." Um. It, hey, I saw your graphic design work. It's pretty decent, or I, your graphic designers are pretty decent, but I could do it for pretty cheap. Let me know if you're interested for like a logo redesign. Like they think that the logo redesign for our, for the music is this could be. So, these are the examples they send me.
1: Nah, dude. <laughs> right? Like I don't
0: understand how these people get off.
1: I I would not pay like even in the single digits for this. Right. (laughs) What the I, I I'm not even like I can't even understand the shape of this. Yeah. And then like the hashtags, too. It's so cringe. Yeah, these are nonsensical, like a lot of these hashtags. Like, why would you even put that in there?
0: Yeah, I don't know. So I get that. I would say I get those messages about three times a week but when it's a music album drop or if it's anything to do with like graphic design stuff i get like these people in my dms all the time who are like i can do better i can do it cheaper
1: yeah and it's like, like and it's
0: like oh really and let me see what you have okay <laughs> you can definitely do it for cheaper i don't know if you can yeah. do it for better like i I, <laughs> I don't know if these people just like they don't know that i know like it's just weird to think about but yeah i feel like a lot of people in the music industry okay so this is my hot take hot take um we'll edit this part out if it gets too hot a lot of the people that are in the music industry i think really discredit um how important the visual aspect of their music needs to be like i Mm -hmm. i really believe i don't think my music would be as successful if it wasn't
1: for our album art you know there's um it's kind of interesting you say that because there are albums that i think of that mm-hmm. um like the album cover art where it mm-hmm. sticks out more than the music itself. Like, yeah. Um for sure. Like Nirvana. Uh, yeah, remember that for the sure. baby in the pool?
0: Never mind. Yeah, great
1: album. <laughs> yeah. Um but like that kids that... also suing by the way.
0: Is <laughs> really for child pornography. Yeah. I mean yeah, like 10 was... million dollars or something. Yeah, because he yeah, didn't cons—because he didn't consent to it as a child, because he was six weeks old or something. Right, you couldn't. Yeah, that. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, I don't think but he's like... gonna win, but like, yeah, like it just seems like he's just trying to get his bag, you know. But Probably. yeah, but, but anyway, like... yeah.
1: But like you know, there's al- you know, album arts that like for me like stick out. I-, I I might be like tooting my own horn, you know, but like there are albums that just really stick out in your mind just from seeing the cover because it's the first thing that you see like you know back in the day like you would go yeah. to a store and you know, you'd see all these albums just kind of like stacked on a shelf or anything mm-hmm. like that that's the first thing you see when you're picking things up yeah um uh beatles uh, crossing abbey road you yeah know, that's iconic that's yeah iconic images um yeah so... rolling stones the lips mm-hmm. yep yeah so these are these are things that like stick out in your mind. Um, And a lot of people, yeah, they, they, they identify with the music, but I really think that Mm. if you're like finding new stuff, it's the first thing that grabs your attention.
0: Yeah. Uh, There's a lot of like competing artists that I follow and their album covers just seem so stock image and generic Mm -hmm. and doesn't make me really care to listen to it. So, right i don't know so it's like when people come to me with this type of stuff i'm kind of offended i'm like why would you even approach me like this and (laughs) like you really think that like i don't know it just seems like they think that i'm naive i guess and like they're discrediting my own intelligence you know what i mean because it's like you you realize and, and the thing and to be fair it's very clear that they haven't done their research too Cause I feel like if they did their research, they would probably not send me these messages
2: mm-hmm.
0: and they just saw like, Oh, I showed up somehow in like some graphic designer, like tweet or something, or like, yeah. because they had the keyword art tagged and it, it. They sent me a DM. Like, I don't think they do their research at all, which also is another reason why I wouldn't work with them. But it's like, I, I don't think you realize that. I think if you realized, like, Oh, if you did your research, like, yeah, I probably wouldn't have sent this cringy message to you
1: yeah it feels slimy yeah because it's kind of like you're you're pitching this thing without me asking for it right you know so it's um it just feels gross like you you want you're going about your day and you know someone tells you like hey i'm i can do this for free or i can do this for cheap
0: i can Um, do this better
1: yeah it it just it doesn't feel right you know, yeah. you don't you don't see that normally, like in real life, where you're just kind of walking around or something like that. Like, you, imagine going into a store and someone tells you, like, "Hey, I can make you clothes for like five bucks," <laughs> right? Or like, I can, I can, or you go into a restaurant and someone walks up to you and you're like, "Hey, I can make you that food for for two bucks." Go to yeah. my come, come come to my restaurant. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. It's like the so, people like literally like in front of like. Do you know that happened to me once? Wait, did like it? my dad and I? Not, not the same context. Not the same. Con- like almost, but <laughs> we were going to this Mexican restaurant that was near a tuxedo place. And I remember this because it was like my dad and I went there to buy new tuxedos for this wedding that we were going to. Uh, it was like before COVID, and uh, we were there's a Mexican restaurant next door, and there's these ladies outside this Mexican restaurant that were giving out like free, like comically large sombreros. Mm-hmm. right like comically large like obviously cheaply made like maybe cost a dollar you know made out of like corn husk type stuff right and uh we were walking up and they were like hey how's it going do you want a free sombrero and uh my dad was like what's the catch and they're like oh it's no catch you know it's free sombrero i was like okay sure and there was like a pamphlet like a leaflet in the thing and i was like oh uh, are these just for this restaurant like no we just opened a mexican restaurant across the street if you want to go so they're advertising in front of a competing mexican restaurant and giving out free stuff in front of the mexican restaurant um and they had like a flyer in the sombrero that uh advertised for it so it, not the same as it like in the restaurant but we walked in and then the lady was like where did you get those sombreros because she found it comical that there's two asians wearing sombreros and i was like those ladies outside are advertising their restaurant across from you guys
1: and they yeah that's to messed us. up it was like,
0: that's so weird this happened like yeah. a, couple, a couple years ago yeah it's it's so it's so weird and messed up it's like yeah and that was irl oh. like that was so weird yeah, yeah. On it. oh shame yeah no just you know shameless yep absolutely you know? so that's kind
1: like what i liken it to so
0: yeah no for sure i get you so i don't know stop dming me is the moral of this story go get your artist badge if you want to um don't be <laughs> shameless when you're trying to get that too as well because that's kind of that's kind of weird champ as well yeah I mean I think that's pretty much that pretty much sums up like my whole mood and and feel with that whole thing. But <laughs> moving on from the artist badge, we don't really have much uh, else to really go uh go on or whatever. I think the last thing that we'll do cuz people were messaging like I realized I was looking at my DMs after the graphic design stuff and then I was like who else DM'd me? And I was looking at some of my DMs. So I guess we'll just briefly talk about this and probably just end it there cuz we're really I'll be honest here, we're really struggling for content today. Um but the last thing was that Twitch has added two badges to identify and chat how people consume mute or consume a stream. Uh, basically, Twitch added these global badges that are an, I think they're a weird idea. Maybe they're a good idea. But Twitch added a new chat badge to let chatters indicate if they're watching without audio or video. Um, mm-hmm. This replaces uh, the bit badge uh, as well. And there's one that's like an eye with a line through it, as in they're not wa- they're watching without video. Or there's one where they're watching without audio. Um, and it's just to tell people, I guess, that... I guess, you know, Twitch released, like, a statement on this, like, an official statement on this. But it looks like, um, you know, they announced it for, like, you know, for people who are either deaf or blind. Um, mm-hmm. Which is cool, I guess. It's strange to me that you feel the need to have these badges to announce that because i don't know as a streamer like i don't know if i'm going to change anything about the way i stream right like if i saw someone come in my stream and they had like the you know i'm listening with no audio it's like oh okay i don't know sign language (laughs) so i'm just gonna continue to go about everything or Mm -hmm. oh you're watching without video does that just mean that you're a lurker because you're listening to it like it, it's just a very strange thing and of course twitch chat has uh you know trolled with this which has been pretty hilarious uh people you know someone will be like Hassan will be giving like a political take and then everyone will switch their badges to the muted thing and the muted badge and be like good one Hassan will or good take well or like good take drake and it's like you know the muted badge so they don't they, they you know obviously they can hear it but i don't know right very strange uh thing i i mean cool i don't, I don't know you have anything to say about this pixel I just wanted to give this because people are like, "What the heck are these badges?"
1: Yeah, I'm I'm kind of torn because like you know I'm I'm one for always adding like accessibility options mm-hmm. you know to a website, and this is kind of like one of those weird points where I'm like I'm not sure if this is accessibility or not because you're you're kind of just basically just saying you know whether you um, are watching the stream muted or you know without right. without a, or just audio only or something like that um so i don't know if this is really like accessibility but more of just like inclusivity Mm, Uh, oh this is like it's like oh yeah you know i'm i'm um hearing impaired or vision impaired kind of thing yeah um does it change how a person you know uh streams like Maybe if, uh, if it's a smaller streamer, you know, that's probably the only way that I could ever <laughs> yeah, actually see. i was
0: going to say, like, I'm not going to take anyone serious because everyone in my chats have been trolling me when I do stream on my alt channel. Everyone's yeah. in like with the muted thing. And it's like my mods who I know aren't like death or blind. So it's like, right, like, like OK, even if someone was to be. No, seriously, I am like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's weird.
1: It's strange. It's to me like, in that yeah, sense. it's like, OK, but what do I do with this information? Yeah, exactly. I, it's like, I don't I don't uh, I don't know, like as a streamer, like what what would I, what do I do? Mm-hmm. Seeing this, like someone is genuinely using. These yeah, icons, yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's like, OK, you're you're, you know, only you're impaired. Me. Yeah, yeah. You're like hearing impaired and you're like, OK, what am I supposed to I can't do anything with my with my hands. Can you read my lips? I don't know. Like, do you, do yeah. you need to get like a whiteboard? I. I
0: and, 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 I'm just completely at a loss. Yeah. And it's like, and no offense to them, obviously, but it's also like, I also, in especially larger streams, or but even in like a 30 or like, even in like my, my alt streams get like 10 viewers, right? Even in like a 10 viewer stream, let's say someone did come in who was like hearing impaired. Like, I don't know if I would try to accommodate just that one person out of nine people now who can hear, you know what I mean? Like how, like mm-hmm. I got to change, like how I'm talking or how I'm interacting or like, maybe enunciate more with my lips. Like, I don't know. It's just like, I probably would unfortunately like ignore it and continue to go about my stream. Cause it's like, that sucks. But like, I I, I don't know, you know, in, in, in bigger streams, like no way, no shot.
1: Yeah. They're yeah, not going to change
0: what they're doing or how they're doing it. I, I don't know. It's just, it's
1: very, yeah, I, I agree with your point. The only way I can see it is probably like pushing for like closed captioning. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause there is that an extension for closed captioning. Right. Um,
0: yeah yeah it's like a third party like extension
1: it it works like half the time it it works like it works like really weird too yeah so like if there are a lot of like um hearing impaired users coming to your stream and they're pushing for that like maybe something to add to your stream like you know yeah it's something that uh wouldn't take much effort to implement so i mean that could be something like yeah you know, hey like you know someone asking hey please can you turn on closed captioning or something like that mm-hmm. um, no
0: yeah for sure it's uh yeah yeah i mean it's useful but i don't know i i feel i don't know we'll see what happens with this or whatever i mean it's not going to go away but so far like twitch chat has been twitch chat and been trolling with it so i mean
1: yeah twitch chat will take always anything and chat. everything like there, yeah. there is no limit to like what they can use to troll people with
0: yeah um the last thing, uh, just very quickly, just so we can hit the hour mark here on our podcast, uh, <laughs> and something I maybe we'll talk about a little bit or whatever, but um, there was a leak earlier uh, this uh, last week, technically uh, end of last week, where apparently Twitch is lo- is going to announce the removal of the rerun feature. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no date on this, obviously. Uh, if you guys don't know, which probably like ninety nine percent of you guys don't know, uh, there is a feature called rerun. Where we used to do it on this podcast, actually, where um, you can basically ma- allow a highlight or a past VOD to play in uh, conjunction or, or play instead of your normal stream. So the point of it was that you could potentially be live for longer or for people who maybe missed the stream. So we actually used it a handful of times or whatever. The problem with it was that if you started your stream, you couldn't end the rerun. So you'd have to end the rerun first and then start the stream again. And people would get like confused and leave and come back. Um, It wasn't implemented very well uh, after its initial launch or whatever. But um, we used to do it on this podcast when we did live stream it. Um, We would basically I would basically start the previous week's episode like about a um, about an hour before we actually went live Um, just so that people who missed it could kind of catch up. You know what I mean? Mm hmm. it was an interesting feature. Um, I didn't know almost anyone who used the feature. The only times – there's a handful of people I can think of. One of them was Grubby. If you guys do – uh, his, his Twitch was follow Grubby. Uh, he used to do um, – he basically used to stream Monday, Wednesday, and he streams Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and I think Sunday. And on Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, he basically just puts on uh, reruns of his past uh, pod, uh, broadcast um so he was doing it and then also the other time that uh, reruns became a big thing was during valorant huh? valorant drops or whatever people were playing 24 re- 7 reruns of valorant drops and then mm-hmm. riot and twitch disabled uh drops from reruns so that ended and then uh the latest time it's been used surprisingly not in music i actually thought it would be done in music but it's not the the latest time it's actually been done is in asmr So if you if you were to go to ASMR, if you go to ASMR, you know, we're recording this right now. But if you go to ASMR right now, uh, two of the uh, two uh, out of the top 10 streams right now, uh, two of them are reruns, both with about 500 viewers on them. And they've been reruns for about six hours, almost seven and another one for almost 11 hours um so it's been a lot of just like re reruns or whatever and i've noticed that too with the a- asmr section i'm not going to call it any names but there is a pretty famous asmr person who only asmrs once a week but then um the rest the other six days are is doing reruns the whole time wow really yes <sighs> um so uh you know it's become a very prominent thing in the asmr category um overall though what do you think about this rerun feature what do you think of it going away pixel i mean do you think it's going to be replaced with anything or like yeah what did you ever think about this idea
1: um i always thought it was kind of weird you know Mm -hmm. um because you still have to like tune in i guess you know there's a the thing where you, you have the live chat and you talk to other people who are, who are also watching a rerun
2: mm-hmm. and
1: i think there are some edge cases where it makes sense but mm-hmm. um like uh with critical role you know um they do yeah. their broadcast on thursday nights and they do a rerun on fridays Mm-hmm. Um, and then they like put it on YouTube on Monday or something like that. Mm. So if you kinda if you miss the live broadcast for whatever reason, you can always catch it in the next one. Right. Yeah, it's so a good idea. There's edge cases like that where it makes sense.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um other than that, I don't know if there's really much of a reason to. Um yeah. because you have to you have to really schedule it, you know. Yeah, you have to schedule it so you so it makes sense. Mm-hmm. And so you have that live chat element. So without that, then you're basically just watching a VOD. Right. Um, So uh, you have to have some sort of like consistency with it. You stream on Wednesday, then you have to do a rerun of it on Thursday or whatever. Yeah. um, For a different time zone. You know, all this this stuff has like actually makes sense. So Mm -hmm. I get why they're getting rid of it, because it does feel like it's not really being utilized correctly. Mm -hmm. And I feel like there could be, improvements made to like the VOD system for like highlights or whatever to to have it be a little bit more robust. And I think that's maybe what they're pushing towards, you know? Right. Because that was that was one of their big weaknesses. They they don't hold a candle to like YouTube when it comes to like VOD content. Right. So maybe they're trying to figure out a system that uh you know incorporates that and at the same time Kind of removes reruns
0: yeah i i totally i totally agree with everything you said yeah it's it, yeah it, it seemed like always like a half-baked idea my my issue my issue as well um my issue as well with the rerun system is that so before we did the podcast i also would do it on my days off or whatever and i actually started losing followers because what would happen was is that people would follow the stream on say when i was actually live and then i would run a rerun and I, it it's not very apparent that a rerun is going on, maybe, to people. They just see, oh, this person's live. They click the follow thing. And then the only way you can tell it's a rerun is that if you hover over the stream, um, it will say in the top right corner, rerun instead of live. But if people don't know what a rerun is, so then I made a command for it, like exclamation mark rerun. That didn't work. And then there's no way to overlay on top of it. And so it just seems like, um, it it just seemed very strange because I would come back to my I would come back to my chat maybe after two hours or something into the rerun and there would be people in chat just being like, hey, what's up, man? How's it going? Why aren't you talking to me? Like, why are you ignoring me? Like just they were ch- chatting, thinking that the, the content was live or whatever, or confused why I was like talking to certain people that weren't in chat. Right. Because it, mm-hmm. it literally is just taking your whole VOD. So I can understand rerun system working on something like, say, Critical Role, where they're not really interacting with chat. It's like, a you know, it's, a, it's literally a rerun of a TV show. I uh-huh. could see it working with ASMR, for example, because ASMR, they're not really interacting with their chat and talking right. a bunch. Right. Or with music, which surprisingly, there was never reruns in music um, where mm. people maybe were doing another DJ set or something. They wanted to show off another set like I can understand in those cases. But for everything else, it was just always strange seeing like even Grubby, who mostly plays games like doing a rerun because <laughs> you'd uh-huh. be like talking to chat and stuff. And like clearly, like if someone came and stumbled upon this, stream, they would be like, what the heck is going on? Why, why is he talking yeah. to no one? Um, so yeah, I, ASMR, you know, I, I, this is the, so here's the thing. The reason why reruns became a thing, I believe is because, um, I follow the super smash brothers melee scene a lot. And a lot of the times what would happen is before or after an event, they, before reruns was a thing, they would just, they would literally just download the VOD, put the VOD in full screen, hit play, and then start their OBS. Right, for the next like seven or eight hours, and that would be like a rerun, right? Uh-huh. Uh, before reruns is a thing, and then reruns got implemented, they started doing reruns on like you know, esports type of stuff. Right, um, LCS does it too, as well. So it, it started off as something like that, but I feel like we're just gonna go back a step. Like, I, you know, I believe these we're gonna go back to these ASMR artists like in, in a month or whenever the rerun features get taken away, and instead of it saying rerun, it's gonna say live, and <laughs> you know what I mean, and it's gonna like. And, and people are going to get even more confused because it's live, but it's actually, no, it's not. It's just a VOD, haha, you know. <laughs> um, you know, my whole issue with this whole rerun thing, and I think this is actually an issue. I know this has been brought up a lot in the ASMR category, though, too, as well, uh, or even the art section. I know some artists were doing reruns, which was strange, was that <laughs> I don't I don't understand why it takes up a spot in the live channel section right yeah. so it's like you go under live channels and right now it's like there's somebody there's three channels the third top biggest channel is a rerun with five almost 600 viewers now and it's like yeah. this is a rerun why is this taking up a spot from somebody else that was my only like weirdest like confusing thing about it was like you allow them to be under asmr but maybe put them under a subcategory where it's like this is a rerun
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know it's uh it feels like that might conflict with what they're trying to do with it Mm -hmm. which is um uh bring it all on all together under one umbrella i guess it's right it's i don't know setting it aside and making like it's it its own thing feels kind of weird even though that this is is something they do constantly you know they they take certain chunks and they like separate it out into its own category or tag or whatever um Actually, you know what? That kind of is kind of interesting why they d- didn't do that.
0: Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, I know. that. Uh, it's, I don't know. It's weird, right?
1: Yeah. I was like, wait a second. That, you're right. <laughs> why, don't, why don't they just do this? Yeah. Um, so I, I don't really understand why they had to lump it together. Um, yeah. Maybe it's to uh, get more live um, ads or something like that. More people yeah. watching stuff. So they mix them in and whatever. I I don't know.
0: Yeah, I mean it. It's strange. It is kind of funny though because I like a lot. Like, um, the like I I'm looking at this one ASMR stream right now, and they've been live for about 24 hours, and I look at their past broadcasts. And they, they live stream every day for only, like, an hour or two. But then it's, like, I looked at where the rerun was now and then matched their outfit with where it was. And it's, like, 14 days ago. So they're literally just doing the bare minimum, like, two hours and then just, like, throwing on a rerun for 24 hours when they're not live. So, like, for 22 hours <laughs> of the day, they're, like, it's, like, their last, like, you know what I mean? Like, 10 VODs yeah or whatever and they're just like cycling through it or whatever. i mean it's smart if you can get away with it like i don't blame them at all for it but i feel like this feature is going to be something that isn't going to be missed and no one's going to notice it and i feel like all you're going to see now is instead of uh it is seeing how it went you know how it was back in the day they're probably just going to download their vods compile yeah. them into like one long video
1: and yeah. uh just go from there yeah it's going to be just that and you know what that's going to suck up more bandwidth for twitch but oh well yeah i mean like, you know is it we, we really
0: adjust. i mean is it oh, i guess so yeah i mean i guess VODCon. well if you're doing like a 12 hour vod right at like 4k or whatever mm-hmm. is is that gonna really ing- take more bandwidth than like a live stream because it still yeah. has to like fluctuate source and all i guess it will yeah
1: because like you're you're still like you know spitting it out to viewers like if yeah if the same number of viewers are watching that's the same amount of data being uploaded to the viewer but mm. like you know with live content you still have to like ingest that right yeah that so no that's, that's a good point yeah no you're so right that's... you're right yeah <laughs>
0: um i mean all that being said i now know i'm not partnered still because i am sucking up so much bandwidth for twitch <laughs> i've been alive on my twitch channel i mean it, like i said 48 hour vod so it, it kills it after a bit but it has technically been live for like a thousand hours that's a lot man I know. Uh, I think we're about to hit the nine thousand hour mark
1: on the live stream. You know, the the good thing is it's a lot of just like bright colors and stuff, and that can get compressed really easily. So you're not actually sucking up too much. Dang it! I wanted to cost <laughs> switch money, man. You you just got to use like the noise filter, you know. And just put it in like, <laughs> it's like random colors and and yeah. like you know block coming up like snow yeah. on a TV screen. That is true. Oh. Um, I also wanted to say, you
0: know, we're wrapping up the podcast here. I didn't want to talk about this at the beginning, but thank you guys, as always, for for listening to the podcast and stuff like that. Um, I did want to mention, though. Oh, yeah, we're at 8,405 hours streamed, by the way. Nice. On the music podcast. Um, I did want to say, though, by the way, um, June 3rd. uh, Yeah, June 3rd is technically the one-year anniversary of the music stream.
1: Oh nice.
0: So it's been a whole year. Twitch. I don't know what's up with you guys, still denying me. Um <laughs> but yeah. Uh almost twenty nine thousand followers, uh almost two and a half million uh two and a half million hours watched. So I don't know what we're gonna do on June third. I might just like give out like gifted subs or something like that. Uh yeah, just wanted to throw that out there. I'll probably think of something to do next next stream. But yeah, June 3rd, next Friday is the 1-year anniversary of the stream. So, yeah, pog. Nice. But yeah. Anyway, guys, I think that's going to end it for us today. Like I said, kind of a slow news week, not much going on. Hopefully, we'll have something more exciting here uh next week as always. If you've made it to the end of this podcast, thank you. Listen time matters a lot. And uh like I said, download the podcast Uh, rate the podcast as always Uh, follow us on all our socials they should be linked down below Uh, i've been recently streaming on my twitch every once in a while like randomly in the afternoon sometimes when i have time so go follow that Uh, go follow the music too Uh, links down below and uh, yeah until next week guys we will catch you later take it easy see you guys